Hallelujah praise the Lord it is a joy to be in the presence of God and meditate on the holy scriptures today for our meditation let us turn to Psalm 122 and that is the third psalm in the songs of ascents that are from Psalm 120 to 134 in meditating upon this psalm the psalmist talks about moving on from the journey experience of Psalm 121 and he talks about reaching the destination or the pilgrim having reached Jerusalem or standing within the gates of Jerusalem some of the interpreters say it is also possible that the pilgrim was remembering the previous pilgrimage to the holy city and when he remembers the previous destination experience or his joy when he came to the holy city that gives him a special joy and a power and an energy to continue on in the life's journey this is one of the pilgrim psalms that is written by david which focuses on jerusalem and the house of the lord during the reign of king david he had created a tent to house the ark of the lord and a very special worship happened there it was unlike any other worship that happened previously in the tabernacle of moses the ark of the covenant was not kept hidden in the most holy place it was kept in public view inside the tabernacle inside the tent and the entry to the worship happened on the basis of the fear of the lord and those who had moral purity The Lord had chosen Jerusalem for his dwelling place and in those times going to Jerusalem was a very solemn and a very powerful way to experience the presence of God and the joy of the Lord. In this very joyful psalm the psalmist recounts three powerful emotions concerning Jerusalem and the house of the Lord. Firstly in Psalm 122 verses 1 to 2 he talks about the joy that happens in the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem. In Psalm 122 verses 3 to 5 he talks about the praise that happens in the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem. And in Psalm 122 verses 6 to 9 he talks about the prayer that happens for the house of the Lord and for Jerusalem. Let us look at the first section. Psalm 122 verse 1 to 2 talks about the joy that happens in the house of the Lord and in Jerusalem. The words of verse 1 I will read it. I was glad when they said to me let us go to the house of the Lord. verse 2 our feet have been standing within your gates o jerusalem it literally means in these verses i was filled with joy when they exhorted me and said we will go into the house of the lord the shared joy is experienced by the psalmist at the prospect of going to the house of the lord along with his brethren verse 2 talks about the amazement which the psalmist felt along with his brethren as they stood at their destination the best translation for this verse could possibly be Can you believe it we are actually standing within the gates of Jerusalem look at the boyish enthusiasm that the psalmist has when he finally reaches his destination david was a man after god's own heart and to experience the worshipful nearness to the heart of god and the presence of god was an ecstatic experience for him dearly beloved if god has chosen the church of god in this present day to reveal his glory and his manifold wisdom He has also chosen the corporate worship in spirit in the church of God as a blessed experience to magnify the joy of the faithful pilgrims who are walking towards him. Let us also along with the psalmist have the very same attitude which says let us go forth into the house of the Lord. Let us also have that enthusiasm when we say our feet are now finally standing in the presence of God. In Psalm 122 verses 3 to 5 we see the second section of the psalm which says I will praise God in the house of the Lord I will thank him and I will bless his name in the house of the Lord While there were tribal divisions in the nation of Israel the occasion of temple worship was one where great unity was prevalent 
When the psalmist sees the city of Jerusalem, he sees the grand structure of the city composed of small and large stones and objects which are built together compactly to form the final strong fortress that the city has become. If you read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 21, we see the same kind of expressions used for the church of God as well, where we read that in Christ we are together built fitly framed and we grow into a holy temple in Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 13 when it talks about the ministry that is given to the saints of God we read that until we all come together in the unity of faith and we grow into a perfect man. Again the same building and growing experience is mentioned in those New Testament passages as well. And I believe that is the right interpretation of this for the church of God that is hearing this psalm today. We need to be fitly framed, joined together. We need to come together and grow together into the full image of God in Christ Jesus. This is indeed a picture of the church of God where God says, I have chosen each one of you to be living stones that together comprise and built up the church of God. And each person has a role to play in the formation of the church. And the great blessed experience of praising the Lord in a corporate manner is indeed a joy. In verse 4, the psalmist says, We come together and give thanks to the name of the Lord. Finally, what we see here in verses 3 to 5 is that blessed experience of coming together in unity and praising God. Praising God in the house of the Lord is what is conveyed here. In verses 6 to 9, the psalmist talks about prayer for the house of the Lord and for Jerusalem. While there are many passages that talk about the aspect of prayer, this talks about an incessant prayer for the peace of Jerusalem and for the prosperity and goodness of Jerusalem. Now Jerusalem, the city, had a very troubled history. It had witnessed many conquests and challenges. However, the psalmist exhorts us to pray for city of Jerusalem and by New Testament implication, he is exhorting the New Covenant believers or God, I believe, is exhorting the New Covenant believers to pray for the church of God. The Lord considers the church of God to be the most dear object of his love. We are called to be the bride of Christ. The church of God is the bride of Christ and we are the object of the love and affection and adoration of our Lord Jesus Christ. And praying for the perfection of the church and praying for his spiritual kingdom to be established here on earth is surely a prayer that is heard by God. And let us continue incessantly to pray for the church of God, for the church of God to be formed here according to the manner and likeness of God so that the coming of the Lord can soon be experienced by each one of us. In summary, my dear friends, what is the application of this psalm to us today who are living in this new covenant age, who probably are new covenant believers. Today the spirit of God has been given to us. The church of God has been birthed. The Lord Jesus Christ is both the king and the priest of the church of God. It says so not only in Psalm 110, it says so in Hebrews chapter 7 to 9, where the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ and the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ over the church of God is established. And the people of God are the citizens of Jerusalem from heaven or Jerusalem which is above as it says so in Galatians chapter 4 verse 26. We are called to be the citizens of the heavenly Jerusalem and God says you are the people who comprise the spiritual Jerusalem which is in heaven. In the end times the word of God reminds us in Revelation chapter 21 there will be a new Jerusalem that 
is a holy city that is prepared by God for his people and that shall come down into this earth. Today, as believers, we do not need to make long pilgrimages to holy places in order to worship or experience God. For the word of God reminds us that Lord does not dwell in man-made buildings. Acts chapter 7 verse 48 to 50 says, Yet the Most High God does not dwell in houses made by hands. Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What kind of a house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or which is the place of my rest, seeing that my hand has made all these things? Dearly beloved, John chapter 4 verse 21 says, The hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. Verse 23 says, But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. For God is a spirit and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and in truth. My dear friends, this is the blessed experience that we as New Covenant believers have. Wherever we are, we can be the temple of the living God. We can worship, offer spiritual sacrifices and worship unto our God. And God is pleased with the sacrifices and worship of a person whose heart is right towards God. And yet the Lord says, do not forsake the assembling together of saints. And he also exhorts us to pray for the church to be formed and purified. Remember, the key thing here is the heart. The heart of what God wants to tell us in the new covenant. In this psalm, we see that the pilgrims who are moving towards God has got a heart of devotion for the Lord and a love for the house of the Lord. They have a heart of praise as a corporate body, as a church, as an assembly. They have a heart of praise for the Lord. And they have a heart for praying for the church or the assembly of God. Having received the Spirit of God within us, being built together as the Church of God, it is possible for us also to experience even greater levels of joy and praise and prayer that, than was ever possible for an Old Testament saint of God. Today when we read this psalm, let that truth sink into our heart and let us also decide to have that heart which is right towards God and a heart that praises God and a heart that prays for the assembly of God or for the Church of God. May God bless you richly through the meditation of the scriptures.